Blog Talk Radio. Time with Pastor Steph. Yeah. 
But, you know, that was the low end of the scale on Monday as we also listened to, you know, Wake Up, the 2004 version with the various artists and how they felt about, you know, our day and time and how we treat one another and all that good stuff. So it was a fantastic celebration here and a wake-up call. Yes, 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 and yes. Well, let's talk about a Tuesday church folk day rolled around. And um, we got to talking. And, you know, we talked about the fact that, you know, we had just celebrated the Martin Luther King Day um, honoring. And we had, let's say, we listened to the speech about, you know, where we had been and being enslaved and the Emancipation Proclamation and how we are still... How many years later From that speech We still don't treat one another Well Yeah It was a good conversation Really good conversation To start our morning off But what really did The day And made the day great Was the fact that We spent Our day Yeah Reviewing We did our My Two Cents Segment And we Actually reviewed The soundtrack From Kingdom Business to uh, Kingdom Business Season 2 Yeah It was a phenomenal ride As our listeners Voted and Brother Ainsley, Shantice and myself We also, you know, sat down Listened and voted And, you know, we went All the way from number 11 All of the Thoughts, yeah, everybody pulled Their thoughts, they sent their thoughts in It was hilarious And we got to number one So that was really a lot of fun Well, wow, Wednesday Rolled around and we started off with our girlfriend Vivian And her socially conscious segment And we talked about the rise in the school threats Yeah Mm. And how all of these sudden interruptions In the school day You know whether they have to send the children home Or they have to lock the school down Or whether they have to go into e-learning How that you know really affects the day And how you know they're trying to figure out You know what do we do Because they're getting a, a really lot of calls And you know false alarms And how do you deal with false alarms You have to deal with them like they're really you know, like it's the real thing because you really don't have uh, any other choice. You really don't. Because if the day you don't, it's the day it'll be a real thing. So we talked about that. And we talked about ways to cope with failure. Yeah, how to bounce back. And we talked about trusting God to help you bounce back. Yeah, when you fail... How do you bounce back without trusting God? I can't even imagine. I have been, you know, in the Lord for a little bit, and I remember really back in the day scratching my head trying to figure out how I was going to get that thing done. Well, i tell you one thing. Once you fail, and make no sense scratching your head, you need some sure 
I mean, something that's going to work. And you don't necessarily have that, do you? Nope. So trust in God is really a key to actually getting that done. Yeah, to bounce it back. How do you cope with failure? Mm, listen to the ladies on Wednesday. That was really, really a really good conversation. Well, Therapeutic Thursday rolled around and we got to talking about some things and one of our main conversations was about the 2024 ballot. Who is going to be on there? Well, somehow or another, this criminal, low-down, dirty, shame Trump is still trying to find his way to getting on that ballot. And it looks like he just might do it. But we talked about Michelle Obama and how we felt about her throwing her hat in the ring to become president of the United States. And that was really a good conversation as we, you know, took an article and we went into the comments of the readers and there were some really interesting comments that these readers had and you know the due time crew responded to what they had to say yeah so that was quite interesting well 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 that's how we spent our week so i i encourage you i encourage you to go back and listen and definitely, definitely, definitely uh, enjoy the week because we had a really, really good week here. Yeah, yeah. If you did not join us for the week, you really missed out. Mm-hmm. Well, today is woo, Freestyle Friday. And we get to do whatever it is we want to do. Yeah, well, listen to the men. It's generally what we do on a Friday morning. Yeah. So uh, I encourage you to go ahead and get that healthy breakfast. Go ahead and tell somebody that it's due time, but Pastor Steph is on And whatever you do, don't go anywhere, because we will be right back. January is National Stalking Awareness Month. Did you know nearly 1 in 6 women and 1 in 17 men have experienced stalking at some point in their lifetime? Stalking is defined as engaging in a course of conduct directed at a specific person that will cause a reasonable person to feel fear for their own safety or cause them to suffer substantial emotional distress. Stalking victims often feel scared, angry, annoyed, isolated, and are confused. The majority of stalking victims are stalked by someone they know. Many victims are stalked by a current or former intimate partner or by an acquaintance. Stalking can include electronic forms of communication, including texting or social media. Stalking in any form is not okay. It is a crime in all 50 states, the District of Columbia, and U.S. territories. 
If you feel you may be a victim of stalking, have questions, or need to make a report, contact FSCJ Security or the Title IX office. If you are in imminent danger, call 911 or the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office. Welcome back to It's Due Time with Pastor Steph, and it is Freestyle Friday, everybody. Well, first, we have to thank God for allowing us to get to this area of the week. Yeah, we could not have made it without the Lord waking us up and helping to keep us in our right frame of mind. Yeah. So, we got some stuff to talk about today. And, uh, yeah, some interesting stuff. Our news is is a bit interesting. I didn't do bad this week on the news end. But, you know, we always got that little pre-conversation to talk about. Well, I know you have been hearing, whether we wanted to or not, Cat Williams is getting on my ever-loving nerve. You know, you could really tell when someone doesn't feel relevant because they go all out their way. Now, ever since... Diddy's gotten attention and T.D. Jakes got attention. Now he feels he needs attention. And he's been after everybody. I mean everybody to the degree that I think after the very first um, claim he had when he did the, uh, what do you call it, that interview, the very first interview, you know, I opened it up, and I looked, and we chatted about it a little bit here. And that was, like, in the beginning of the year. I um, I haven't opened up anything because he has really gotten on my ever-loving nerves. I mean, shut up already. I mean, he has gone after everybody. Ever since he talked about said stealing his joke, and we talked about that, Everybody, I mean, everybody has been on his hit list, and I'm really hoping that he's not getting all the attention that he wants because it's ridiculous at this point where he's just going after person after person after person. Well, one of the things he brought up was the fact that male uh, actors have worn dresses and 
how he feels about it. And <clears throat> I um, I didn't read his comment. I wasn't interested. But I actually came across an article that talked about the various comedians and actors who have put on a dress. And I believe, you know, as I glanced past another article, you know, he was talking about how, you know, it, it's kind of degrading and it de what is it, emasculates or de whatever. You know, it makes a man look bad pretty much. Um, takes the male out of his normal buff role and who he's supposed to be and now he has you know, he's not who he's supposed to be any longer. And that was what the um kind of preface of the, that's how they prefaced the article that I was reading about something else. And you know, you gotta say and you gotta admit that, you know, they've done you know, they've done it and it's been kinda of funny. And then on some you know, some instances it hasn't been funny for some people. I remember when Tyler Perry first started doing Medea and how, you know, men were really kind of smashing him and so forth and so on. Hey, listen, I say as long as the Lord ain't mad, then so be it. You know, look at where he is now financially, and the worst thing you can say is that he donned a dress to make it happen. I mean, all right, you're right. He donned a dress. But he's had some really thought-provoking moments in his movies, more thought-provoking than some of these other people have. And, uh, I mean, what do you want? Leave people alone. But, again, to me, it's jealousy. I'm going to be honest. I honestly believe it's jealousy. So, I came across this article last night of all of the actors or comedians who have put on a dress to make it happen. So I wanted to kind of go through the list, and I did not look at this list um, because I'm I could think of I could think of a couple off the top of my head, such as the Medea thing and a, a few others. Um, but I don't I didn't want to spoil it. I wanted to I tell you I always want to be on the same side you all are on. You know, I, I want to laugh. I want to be surprised at who's on the list. So I don't blow it for myself. So let's look at it together. All right? All righty. Hmm. Let's see. Who's on the list first? Well, first on the list they have Marlon and Sean Wayans. Oh, that's right, White Chicks. All right, yeah, when they play, I hate that movie. I can't, Shantice loves them. I cannot stand that stupid movie. has nothing to do with the Wayans wearing a dress. I just hate the movie. All right, well, they talked about Kevin Hart, who played New Pope in Saturday Night Live. Now, I don't know who New Pope is, but... 
I see him in a dress in this in this thumbnail, but the hair is what's killing me. In the front, he's got his regular Kevin Hart hair, and in the back, he's got the curlies with a with a band <laughs> with a band on his head. So they have Kevin Hart. Now I didn't even know. <laughs> I didn't even know that Kevin Hart had on a dress. Mm, mm. All right. Dave Chappelle. Well, when he was on the Howard Stern show, he uh, donned a dress. Now, I don't know nothing about that. I know nothing about that one either. All right. Maybe y'all know about these ones. I don't know about this. Alrighty, let's see what else. Eddie Murphy. Now we know Eddie Murphy. Hercules, 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 the Nutty Professor. When he played a hundred different people in the movie. Remember, he played his mom. He played his grandma. So I remember that one, the Nutty Professor. Ricky Smiley. Yes, yes. Uh, Sister Bernice Jenkins, yes, 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 we know that he has a, you know, um, little skit that he does with Sister Bernice, and he's kind of funny, he's kind of funny at times. Jamie Foxx, now, if you were an In Living Color fan, you would definitely have to remember Ugly Wanda. And uh, Jamie Foxx, that's how Jamie Foxx got his start. Yeah. Mm. So, I mean, are you mad? He's on the same lines with, what's his name, Tyler Perry. You know, that who, who's Jamie Foxx now? You, you know, so Cat Williams needs to sit down because he is no Jamie Foxx. Miguel Nunez. Remember Miguel Nunez in Joanna Man? Yes, the movie Joanna Man. I didn't think that was so funny. I just, you know, if 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 if, if I watch it, you know, I kind of, you know, raise my eyebrow. Ah, oh, Chris Tucker. Now I didn't know anything about Chris Tucker. Mm, mm, okay, we got a hit. I love that movie, Joanna Man. Chris Tucker. Now I didn't know that he played. In some movie where he had a dress on Well we know Chris Tucker definitely has more fame than Cat Williams So mm. We're not going to talk about Eddie Murphy And all that other jazz compared to Cat Williams Wesley Snipes Yes remember Tu Wong Fu Remember that Now listen I have never seen that movie Now I don't, you know, I've seen um, Wesley Snipes in a couple of movies where he should have been, you know, where he had like a funny line or something. Wesley Snipes, he he don't do it for me in no funny movies. Now, New Jack City, absolutely. Passenger 57, absolutely. A few other movies, absolutely. But for some reason, that comedic side, he does nothing for me. He does nothing for me. Uh, yes, ma'am. Too long, fool. 
Remember, who else played with him? Wasn't it Patrick Swayze? I think it was Patrick Swayze who was with him. Uh, they dressed like two women. I don't, I don't even know the premise of the movie. I have no clue. Martin Lawrence. Well, we know that. Okay, so we got to say, what is it, uh, Wesley Snipes? Cat Williams can't hold a, uh, a, a candle to him either. Well, we know he can hold no candle to Big Mama's house. One, two, and three. Oh, that was now that those, those two, the first two were really funny. Martin Lawrence. All right, Arsenio Hall. Well, remember Arsenio Hall coming to America when they were in the club looking for um, the queen for Akeem, Prince Akeem. Yeah, when he was, uh, uh, what is he, the eat the cherry, he ate the cherry after martini or the olive after martini. Yeah, and um, that's all right. Cat William might have been able to do something with him. Uh, Tyler Perry is definitely on this list. Madea. So we know, no, you know, he definitely can't hold a candle to him. Flip Wilson. Remember Geraldine? Yes. All righty. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. All right. Let's see. We're getting some attention here. We're getting some hits. Let's see. Let's see. Wait, what? Hello. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. All right, okay, it's Chris Tucker wore a dress in The Fifth Element. I think that was the movie that they had up. Thank you so much. I think that was the movie. I didn't recognize the movie because I've never seen The Fifth Element. Yeah, so that definitely was on the list. Oh, let's see who else. Let's see who else comes. Okay, Shanene. Yes, remember? Shanene Martin Lawrence. Let's go sit down, Cat Williams. If you can think of anyone else who's donned a dress, you know, throw it my way. Now, Dave Chappelle, I do not find Dave Chappelle funny at all, but I tell you, uh, Cat Williams does not hold a candle to Dave Chappelle. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, oh, that's right, that's right, Mama Payne. Mama Payne. Also from Martin Lawrence. Mm-hmm. So, Cat Williams needs to go sit down. You know, leave these people alone who put their dress on because, you know what? They did what they did. It's not, it, it's a role. It's a role. It's a role. Now, if you talk about they cross dressing in real life, maybe that's a conversation, but until then. I don't see it. Sit down and shut up. Ah, thanks for your contribution. Well, really quickly, you know, I try to do a couple of two, you know, two things on a Friday morning. So there's this young lady who says that she's a first-time mom who recently had a baby, and she never realized uh, a few things. Yeah, she was like, I got hit with a few realities. Well, let's see what she put up in this list. Mm. She says, it took time to feel like myself again. 
Well, of course it does. For nine months, you've been walking around with another body in you. And do you know there are some men who just cannot fathom a, 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 a person, a real-life person, who is moving around inside of you. You are not yourself. Your hormones are racing. They're all over the place. You gain weight. You don't fit some of your shoes anymore. You don't think the same. You don't feel the same. Once you got something moving inside of you, you ain't never going to be the same. Trust me. So that is definitely one that should be on the list. There were times I couldn't soothe my own baby, and that feels absolutely terrible. Yeah, well, girl, let me give you the reality. Not only are you not going to be able to soothe that baby at times, when they get to be 30, you still ain't going to be able to soothe them. So this is the way of life for you, God spares your life and their life. So, uh, get ready. I mourned the loss of my old life and felt really guilty for that. Well, I don't know. Y'all can hit me up if y'all hear something that, you know, she says that, you know, the reality hit her. I don't know how I feel about that one. You know, as a mother of three. I don't, and I started early. I don't know how I feel about that one. I mourn, I mourn the loss of my old life, quote unquote, and felt really guilty for that. Um, I don't think you should feel bad. I don't think you should feel bad. I think, I think for every single mother, there is a loss. Every time you have a baby, there's a loss. Now, some people say, you know, you should expect that, but I think I don't know what area of loss she's talking about, you know, uh, or part of her life that she's talking about. And I think, you know, I I can understand that to a degree. I can understand that to a degree. Let me see something. I got to hit. Let's see what feedback is. Don't forget, give me some feedback. (laughs) Like somebody saying, like, what? All righty. What else did they say? I cried a lot. (laughs) Child, I'm going to go back to say, you think you crying now? The tears have not begun to fall because as they get older, not only do you cry, you cry inside, outside, upside, downside, outside, inside, outside the house, inside the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They make you cry. They make you want to kill them. Yeah, 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 yeah. A whole lot of tears. The tears don't don't get any smaller either. They don't get any fewer. Yeah, get ready to cry, girl. Those tears have only just begun. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. All right, now, I got an amen on that one. Not all babies know how to fall asleep on their own. Well, no. Again. I say, it's only just begun. Yes. Uh, Listen, we adults don't know how to fall asleep on our own. How many of us wish we had some of them naps that we didn't pass up over the years? Yeah. Come on now. Oh, and uh, sleep is actually a learned skill. Yep. You better believe it. Making mom friends. It's so important. It actually is. 
It actually is no no mom knows everything. Um, you know, I had all my kids, real the gaps, five years between the first two, eight years between the second two, and you learn stuff the whole long way. You do. You and you need some mom friends. You need some mom friends for babysitting. You know, when you got to run that quick errand and they kind of know how to hold it down. You need those mom friends for just that little piece of, you know, uh, comforting when you think, like, it's the end of the world. And for some advice, you know, some people just have experienced some things that you haven't. So, yeah, you need the mom friends. You need the mom friends big time. Let's see what else she says. Naps may not happen in the bassinet or the crib for quite some time. Well, that's one of the worst things you can do. And any parent out there, I need you to give me a thumbs up. The worst thing you could do is start them off sleeping with you. Oh, my, 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 my. They almost never get into a crib at times. And uh, you don't want to start that. Because that, that's one of the worst things you could actually do. Ah, let's see. Mm, let's see. She's got some stuff here that we're going to bypass. Uh, I felt so, 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 so unprepared. And I think that's a lot of mothers. I think a lot of mothers feel that way because, again, you don't know everything. You know, people tell you all kind of things. You didn't babysat. You know, you didn't look at TV. You didn't look at some videos. You didn't hear some chatter. But until you're the mother, you're never prepared. You're never prepared because there's always going to be something that your baby does that other babies don't. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, Okay. She says, watching your baby grow, learn, and develop is pretty much the coolest thing in the entire world. Yeah. I think that is, like, one of the best things in life, despite the fact that you want to put your hand around their neck quite often. Um, Actually, watching them grow is a big thing. And, you know, I'll, I'll talk to the men who all have children and find out how, you know, how they feel, what they think. But watching them, you know, grow into their own, it's painful, but at the same time, it's a real joyful feeling, you know, to actually, you're watching you, you know, in a sense. And I think that's why one of the reasons why a lot of mothers and daughters don't get along because you're actually watching you. All that hell you brought your mama? I look at the dynamic between Mariah and Shawnice, my middle girl, and uh, my only grandchild, and baby, does Mariah give Shawnice a run for her money? Yes, ma'am. Especially the children of today, they really do, and it's comedic to watch, but I think that that's the most fulfilling, and she kind of ended there. I think that's the most fulfilling thing watching your children develop, grow, and kind of come into their own, you know, the ones who they just have to do things for themselves and those who kind of lean on you a little bit more. It's 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 amazing. It's amazing. And, it, and it's a gift. It really is a gift. And that's why, you know, we do so many stories about people who harm children, babies, infants, 
And one story we're going to do today is going to make your head spin um, because, you know, you've heard of it before, but just to hear it in this um, in this way is really something. But, you know, how you hurt children, yeah, I can get it, but I can't. You know, they're innocent. And when you, you know, when you go to, go to a school, just go to a school and just stand on the side and watch them on the line, watch them interact with one another. It's amazing. It really is. It's like, wow, I used to be that. I used to be that little. Or you think about your own kids. I remember when so-and-so used to be a little. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's beautiful. It's actually beautiful. So I actually enjoyed that list. And like I said, I hadn't looked at the list. I hadn't looked at the list at all. But uh, let's get to some news. Hmm. I won't hit you with that hard one yet. Let's see. There's a couple ones here. I got to talk to the men about this because they're parents, and I need to know if they are really thinking the way uh, I'm thinking. Well, hmm, what do we have here? You have this Airbnb Airbnb host, and I felt so bad for her when I read this article because it's people are just sick. So this is her absolute first time being a, an Airbnb host. And you know what? She made some real stupid mistakes, and I don't understand how some women get involved in this, and you'll see what I'm talking about here. Well, she rents. This is it. This is out in London, and she rents a room to um, a gentleman. Now he's forty-three years old. Now she says later in the article that where he says he lives was kind of close to where she she lived. So she was trying to figure out, well, why would he need to rent? But you never know why. So she rented him this room. Now, here's where she just, I don't understand. She says they ended up sitting on the couch chatting. Now, already you didn't made your first mistake. This is a rent tea. They, let him go to his room. First of all, I don't understand these people who have these people in and out their house like that. You know, you don't see. There, we're not really vetted um, when we go into this Airbnb rental thing. They do take your ID. You cannot rent with Airbnb if you do not put up your driver's license or your state ID. So they. You know, they're able to locate who you are, so no matter who you are, they know who you are, and they can always send it to the authorities. But that's about it. Now, I don't know if they search the wanted ads, or, or you know, for, for who the America's Most Wanted. I don't know what they do, but that's about it. So she ends up renting this room, and they're sitting on the couch chatting, and if I can remember correctly, she says they were drinking wine. Why? Why are we doing this? <sighs> she says he ends up putting his hand on her leg, and he says to her, put on some spa music and I can give you a massage. 
And he also tells her, you know, he has some oil, and he'll give her a massage. And she said that uh, he's, no, he's Italian, and she said she kind of let it slide that he had his hand on her thigh because that's what Italians do. Okay, you're a street dope. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't give a diggity dog what your nationality is. You have just invaded my space. What is the matter? She said that it quickly started going badly. He started kissing her on her neck and her chest and really ended up forcing himself on her and ended up raping her. And somehow or another, she ended up getting away. Now, y'all help me with this one. She gathered up her dog and cat and barricaded herself in her room with her kitchen knives. Now, I'm sorry. I might live alone, but if I'm running for my life, I'm sorry. I'm not running and trying to gather no cat and dog. I don't care if they're sitting right there when it's time for me to run. You didn't got time to gather up the dog. You got time to go get Fifi. You didn't You didn't got time to go get some knives. Barricaded herself in the room with the kitchen knives, and he. she ended up, like, later on or the next day, you know, meeting with some girlfriends, and she said initially she was not going to um, – she was just going to report him to Airbnb. She said, but then she realized that she had a responsibility to some of the, you know, other, you know, hosts. And he might, you know, just be a person who would do it again. So she ended up reporting him to the authorities. And uh, I don't have to tell you that they caught him because, again, they already know who he is. There ain't no guesswork here. And... She, ladies, 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 please, please, please stop, please stop. First of all, if you're a single woman, you have no business renting a room to a man. You can't even trust some of these women. How are you renting your room to a man? Come on, come on, come on, put your thinking... Thinking, Kappa, my mother used to say, use your head for more than just a hat rack. (laughs) Come on, y'all. That was just dumb. It was dumb for you to, you know, just sit on the couch and now y'all going to chill with a glass of wine. Man, you ain't never going to be that close. First of all, if you're there to rent, it ain't no time for me and you to chit-chat and sit down and get cozy with, we ain't getting cozy, cozy over a glass of milk. You should have been barricading yourself in the room from the beginning. Let him in, whatever the keypad or whatever it is, and you go in your room and let him go back and forth. But I'm not going to live in my house like that. I I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, that was just dumb. Mm -mm -mm. Oh, goodness. Yes, someone said you had to grab the pets. This I said, you know what? I'm sorry. The thing. Right. Was he going to rape the, the dog and the cat? Well, I guess she figured, you know, you don't know how crazy this person is, so you're going to 
possibly do them some harm. Maybe not rape them, but do them some harm. Oh, goodness gracious. All righty. There's another story that I will go over really quickly. Now, there's this, uh, what you call him, this guy, what is his, I'm trying to find his, oh, some lawmaker, some Kentucky lawmaker. And he's under scrutiny because they were doing some work on the state bill in regards to first cousins on in, in uh, incest. They have some incest statute. And they were supposedly making it more detailed and stretching, um, you know, the parameters. And what it generally says already was incest only, well, incest only applies in cases of intercourse. So sexual touching, groping by uncles, stepdads, or anyone with a family relationship is not included in the incest. Um, law. So they um they were they were doing some work and somehow or another he twisted the wording and he says it was a mistake. So it's it ended up being where it would legalize sex between first cousins. So you get it? And he is, like, under heavy, heavy fire. And they're trying to figure out how in the world did you mess up that language. So I'm wondering, did was that really a mistake? You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to the wording and... It's like, how could you, or how could you mess that up? Just put first cousins are included. I mean, <laughs> as a writer, I could think of ten ways you could do this without jacking that up. Well, they say that he also has been in trouble because he twisted up something else in the LGBTQ community. And... Um, they were wondering, okay, so is this going to be your thing, messing up the wording in all of our legislation? So uh, the people in Kentucky ain't too happy. So now they're really trying to work on getting the wording to say incest when you have uh, sex with first cousins is against the law. I'm sorry, why does that sound so hard to say? Why would that be so hard to say? I don't know. I don't know. I just thought I'd throw that story in there because uh, hmm, there might be something up his sleeve. Might be something up his sleeve. <sighs> what else can we talk about? I only got one of my men on the line. So, you know what? I'm going to engage him in conversation. Let's say good morning to our Pastor Vinny. We got enough to talk about. Good morning, Pastor Vinny. Good morning, Pastor Steph. God bless you. Uh, yes. You know, it's, cold, yes. it's cold down here, you know. Okay, so that's my first question because Pastor KL <laughs> said yesterday in Alabama it was 11 degrees. What's going on down there in Florida? Well, 
it, 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 it ain't 11, thank God, or else I, I'd have to move somewhere. But <laughs> I was uh, I had to take a trip up to Atlanta, and uh, by it, we left Daytona, and it was 66 degrees. Got Finally got to Atlanta, and it was 30. <laughs> wow. And I wasn't even trying to get out of my truck. <laughs> wow. Wow. I, I forgot. I had forgotten, even all those years delivering mail in the street, how cold uh, it could get. And we only uh, we only a state away. Wow. <laughs> we wow, only a state wow, in wow. a little bit west. <laughs> wow, uh, wow, uh, wow. No no problem, though, because what is today? By, by next Wednesday, it'll be 80 degrees again. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So you'll make out well. <laughs> We'll make out. Well, that's how people get sick, though. <laughs> no, it's true. You know that that extreme from one to the other. That that is how yeah. a lot of people end up getting sick. Well, yeah. we thank God for all of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I don't think I, I don't see y'all to move down to Florida, where it's pretty much hot. You know, one to, one uh, kind of. Weather, I you know as yeah. much as I hate this cold, I do kind of appreciate the fluctuation between right, you know. But right. I just wish I just wish you didn't get so cold. It is literally very <laughs> cold here. Um, oh yeah, we've had to run heat a whole lot, and um, oh yeah, it's, it's, oh yeah, it's bitter. It's bitter cold here. All right, Pastor Vinny, we didn't got some conversation going before. Now, and as we wait for our brother Al and Pastor Kayla to join us, let's chat a little bit. So, we're talking about, tell me what you think of the male actors, specifically the the, the uh, ones on our side of the fence, as I say, who have donned dresses. Did you Do you feel like some men feel, you know, where they, you know, it kind of turns the male... Um, persona over, or is it, in your opinion, just acting? <clears throat> for me, for me, because those guys were wearing dresses when I was, you know, you know, in the in the single, you know, early teens. <laughs> guys, are, you know, those were the heroes. Rip Wilson. I, I never saw Richie Pryor in a dress. <laughs> but uh, okay. a lot of those guys, you know, it was it, it was a uh, a role. It was a role. Okay. I, I never took it as them making a statement <laughs> about their life, <laughs> right? Know, about their right. sexual preferences. Uh, but now, right. you know, every, every everybody digging in the hole, <laughs> trying to find a get a scoop. Yes, 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 yes. It's it's, it's ridiculous. Mm. It's ridiculous, and, right. and pro- the real problem in this is is black on black again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're beating yeah. up on each other. Yep, yep. You know. Cat Williams listen, is firing. Way, yeah, listen. The way you feed your family is the way you feed your family. Mhm, mhm. You know, I agree. I, you know, I ain't got I ain't got nothing to say about that. You're not creating policy. You throwing on a dress for a few minutes, and you taking it off and putting it back in the in the box. <laughs> right, 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 you right. Know? It's just a role. It, if it's just it's a role, role, leave people yeah. alone. Um, you know, 
and and just call it a day and move on. But again, you yeah. know, I believe he's trying to get some attention, and this is one way that he's getting it done. All right, I've covered yeah. two stories here, and just getting your thought on mm-hmm. these stories. We're talking about the woman who, you know, who is the Airbnb host who got quite comfortable with the person she was renting to, a, a guy. She actually, you know, sat down and they were having a glass of wine together and he ends up raping her. <laughs> Did she cross the line or not? Uh, yes, she did. She she should not even have been in the same space with him. Now, I I I, I was at my first Airbnb about two weeks ago. Okay, and it was a nice it was a nice little space. Um, they offered us four bedrooms because it was me and my son and, and uh, Brenda. Uh, it was okay, four bedrooms, two baths. Um, and uh, it was nice. The, the 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 owner lived a little bit away, but she wasn't mm-hmm. in the next room with a with a cup to the door. <laughs> you know. Um, and when we had an issue, we had an issue with the hot water. We called, and she sent her husband over. And and it, it just so happens that he came when we were out, so he fixed whatever issue it was, and then he went on went on about his business. So, again, there was no personal contact. Mm-hmm. And I believe that's, that's how it should be. Um, when you start um, putting your own, uh, inverting yourself in that space, you're looking for trouble. Absolutely. You're definitely looking for trouble. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. And she you know, definitely and got with the wine. she anticipated. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, and then with the wine, I mean, she she uh, she should not be a hostess, right? 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 She should right? Really, not be a hostess because a lot of this, and I'm not saying the guy was totally uh, innocent, but a lot of this she brought on herself because she mm-hmm. gave him access right. to her person as well as her personal space. I agree. I agree. As a woman, I definitely agree, and I don't take any offense to that statement. I think, Mm. you know, again, you know, you said that you ended up barricading yourself up in the room. That's where you should have been in the first place. You open open the door, and you go ahead, you go in your room, you mind your business, and if Mm -hmm. he needs anything or your guest needs anything, you provide whatever it is they need and and be about your day. And I think... You know, the more we make ourselves available in that um, area of sipping wine, the Mm -hmm. more vulnerable we become. Because we don't know how people are going to act when they drink. People are not to be trusted when they're sober. Now I'm going to help you put some alcohol in your system. So that's Mm -hmm. really not, wasn't very smart. I, I actually agree. Now, let me ask you about this Kentucky lawmaker. Now, All he was supposed to do, and I'm going to put it just like that, he was supposed to do, was add in that first cousins, um, any 
interaction. And again, I want to get that. Um, I want to get that uh, wording. It says sexual touching, groping by uncles, stepdads, or anyone with a family relationship <sighs> was not included. So they wanted to add in first cousins. Now, why you wasn't weren't adding in all the other people, I don't know. But all you were supposed to do was add in first cousins, and somehow or another, you ended up saying it the opposite way, that uh, first cousins, it wasn't going to be a problem. So they're trying to figure out how you make that mistake. Now, in your in your mind, should it have just been a one, two, three process or not? Yeah, it it it, 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 it wouldn't take a rocket scientist. Now, now, I've got problems with Kentucky anyway, because that's the home of uh, Mitch McConnell, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and he's 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 so busy uh, working out deals with the Russians. Russia Russia owns most of the businesses in Kentucky. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So they got they got other issues. You know, they're oh. not concerned about the people because the people there, they all live in the poverty. It's like it's like the really the haves and the have nothing. <laughs> wow, wow, yeah. wow, wow. So, so, they, so their politics have a lot to be uh, desired. Wow. Um, but but when you when you mixing up this kind of stuff, if, if you, I mean, there are too many, there are too many hands that these laws have to go through for mm-hmm. it just to be. You know, a once a once and done. Right, 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 right. I Some, agree. Somebody, somebody is supposed to have the morals or the intelligence to say, oh, "Well, no, this is not right. Let's 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 let's, let's change this word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's change that word, and we're done." Right. You know. Right. Right. I'm finding more and more that they don't really care. They don't really care about how it affects you. You know, At the end of the day, no, you're right. No, I, you know I, I can't see anybody getting paid off of this, but I, I, there are some uh, freaky deaky uh, <laughs> legislators as well. And they, absolutely, you ain't hear that in a long time, right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> but um, absolutely, Pastor Vinny, absolutely. Yeah. You know they they have their own secret lifestyles. So yeah. I think that's one of the reasons why they're questioning, like, how do you goof this up? This was just like a, a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it doesn't take a rocket scientist. Thank you so mm-hmm. much, uh, Pastor Vinny, for engaging me in conversation. My pleasure. Uh, My real pleasure. Thank you. Pastor Kale has joined us, so I'm going to move into right. a couple of other stories that I think – needs discussing and and you know or i would like to discuss it let's let's put it that way uh we're gonna we're losing our brother al today he has another obligation so Mm. it's just the two of you today and myself so i have no uh no fear in engaging in conversation (laughs) with the two of y'all all right so here we go here we go we have a story of a mother 
who has joined forces with, I think they said 5,000 other parents. So her daughter, Brittany, posted something. She's 12 years old. She posted something on TikTok. She said she was, they were all home. She said they were, you know, every as far as she's concerned. She's a single mom. She has three children, and everybody was home just doing what they normally do. And she said she got a text from another mom asking her, was everything okay? And she said, she was like, well, what? I don't know what you mean. What's going on? I'm home, we're all home, everything looks okay. So she, so the, so the other mom texts her back and she takes a screenshot of what she's looking at on, on a, something, I think it was TikTok, like, yes, TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. And the daughter, Brittany, had posted, low-key, gonna commit suicide. Wow. So the mother is now she's frantic she approaches Brittany and of course she's you know escalated at this point and she's emotional and she's uh you know asking her daughter what's going on and you know they're talking so after everything is you know kind of like subsided she now decides to sue TikTok because her thought is TikTok is the reason why her daughter is now considering suicide. Now she says prior to this, her daughter was good in school, outgoing, a happy-go-lucky girl who could light up a room. She was her little shining star. And she says TikTok has been influential in how she's changed in her mood, her way of thinking, and all of this because she's no longer that same person. And TikTok sends consistently, they, you know, the algorithm, they constantly send, you know, all of those suggestions and, you know, to read this and read that and do this and do that. And had they not constantly thrown this stuff in her face, then she would not be considering committing suicide. So then I continue to read because I got some questions on my own. And she says that she has told her daughter to stop uh, going on TikTok. She's told her daughter that she needs to change some of the websites that she's going on. She says that uh, initially her daughter used social media innocently, generally doing dances and participating in viral trends. She said she used to snatch the phone away and ask her, you know, what videos are you watching? They're inappropriate, change it. They're not suitable for your age, change it. 
uh, this got some sexual contact in it, some drug use, change it. So after a while, she banned her, quote, unquote, from using it. So what she, TikTok, so what she did was she would go on and look at the handle, if you will, and find out that she actually was still using TikTok. She had just started using another name. <laughs> so she's now angry because she feels like if it weren't for TikTok, she would not be where she is today in her headspace. She now has her children in therapy, especially this particular daughter, but she has, again, jumped on board with 5,000 other parents to sue TikTok. And I want to know what you gentlemen think. Is it TikTok's fault that she low-key wants to commit suicide, that she is no longer thinking the way she used to think, that she's no longer this happy-go-lucky young lady who was her mother's shining star. What, who should be, who should she be holding accountable past the Vinny? You know, we can blame, we can blame a whole lot of people for our own issues. That 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 young lady, I I wouldn't blame TikTok, but I would I would certainly be more involved in in, in what my daughter is doing. Um, this, you know, this this is so much out there today. And 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 the, the access to so many different levels of craziness um, that our kids are, are seeing, but I I, I I certainly wouldn't 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 blame uh, TikTok. It, it would have to be me getting in the middle of whatever she's feeling, whatever she's doing. You know, <coughs> excuse me. Some kids are just rebellious. Some kids are just rebellious, looking for looking for attention, maybe. Uh, but it, it sure wouldn't go to the point of uh, of me suing TikTok now. And see a lot a lot of five thousand other parents. That's 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 reactive. That's not thoughtful. That's not forward thinking. Uh, you know, it's like stirring up a crowd, stirring up an angry mob. But I sure okay. would. I would sure make it. I would sure make it more personal to me and my child, and and really get to the bottom of it and say, "Talk to me. Talk to me. Okay. Talk, what is this new thing that you're feeling? You know." Okay, I like that stirring up the mob thing. I I I thought about some things, mm. but that wasn't something that came across my mind. Let's see what mm-hmm. Pastor KL has to say about this. Pastor K.O., good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am well, thank you. I am well, thank you. How are you feeling? I'm doing well, thank you. Good, good, good. All right, Pastor K.O., you've heard this TikTok issue. Uh, We know that in certain countries they have banned TikTok 
a long time ago. <laughs> what do you think mom should be doing? Should she be blaming TikTok? Should she be focusing on the kid? What do you think? Well, well first of all, you know, who pays for your phone? You know, who, who's, who's in control of that? I mean, if, if after a while, if, if you grab your child's phone and she's looking at stuff that's not uh, child appropriate and she continues to do that, then the phone goes off or I have the phone. I mean, there, there, there's, there's so, many, so much parental guidance and controls that we can do as parents that we don't do because we want to be friends. You know, when I was young, you know, okay, there wasn't cell phones out, but I didn't, I didn't have a beeper at thirteen. But who was I? Who was, who was, who was calling me? That that it was that important that I go find a payphone to call them back. There, 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 there's certain things that that we put on ourselves, you know, as parents, and because we no longer have any control of of the monster we created, we have to blame mm-hmm. somebody else for the antidote. Mm-hmm. Well, we got a comment. It would I wouldn't say it's TikTok's fault. It could be cyberbullying. It could be the mom not showing her, you know, her daughter attention. Mm-hmm. And I happen to agree with you, gentlemen. My, I'm, I'm as a mother. I can't imagine me gifting you a phone. And I think that's the first problem. I, I, I'm so tired of hearing, oh, yeah, I got to know where they are. Well, I'm sorry. How many generations were raised? And they just had to trust, hope, and pray. We were yeah. where we said we were going to be or where they told us to be. And they did not have access to where we were. Not only that, how, how effective is it now? And that, that's my question. Y'all insist, and those are the ones who always go astray. The ones y'all have insisted on having a phone so y'all know mm-hmm. where they are. They the ones all mm-hmm. twisted. So you have this, you have this issue of I gotta know where my kid is. I gotta have this control. So I'm, I'm going to put it in a different terminology. When I've gifted you the phone. Because I'm sorry, I'm paying the phone bill. I'm with Pastor KL. Who is really in charge of the phone? If I mm-hmm. find that when I took the phone and I told you that, you know, this behavior with this phone was not appropriate, and me and you could not come to some agreement, then guess who no longer has a phone? I'm going to have to get on my knees and pray a little bit more. Lord, give me some kind of sense of where Mary is or Brittany where Brittany is, so that, you know, she can get home safely or whatever. But you're going to have to earn the privilege to have the phone. And in my opinion, at this point, you have not earned the privilege. Privilege. You've, mm-hmm. you've just made a mess of this. So how in the world do I turn around and sue anybody for mm-hmm. the fact that y'all send all kinds of uh, 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 different uh suggestions and all kinds of things into this phone so that my child um, is now addicted because that was a term that's used in this Mm. post, that she's addicted. 
And anything my child is addicted to, oh, we need we, we need to get to the bottom of that. Number mm-hmm. two, um, in my opinion, this this suicide thing. Now, here's what they're saying. They're saying that based on your search, again, they're talking about algorithm. Based on your searching, pay attention, based on the searches that you actually, you actually do, despite the fact that they send you the suggestions, based on where you go on the Internet, a lot of suicidal websites come up. Um, the thought of suicide, how to commit suicide, all these things constantly come up. And we see it all the time. If you use your phone, you see it. All you need to do, if you go into YouTube and you pull up recipe for fried chicken, the next time you go into YouTube, all you're going to see are different suggestions for recipes for fried chicken. It That's what it does. So they're saying that because... The young people are being, you know, fed these um, website suggestions that that's why TikTok is ultimately responsible for the thought of suicide. Would you agree now with the fact that she should um, sue TikTok um, Pastor Vinny? No. Uh, again, again, as you said, it, 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 it responds to what you are looking for. It, it, you know, if, if, um, if, if what, what do they say? If we sow, if we sow wheat, we can't reap corn. <laughs> if, if we, if, if we are, you know, in, in looking for these um, suggestions or or things of that nature, that's what we're going to get. That's what we're going to get. Uh, again, again, when I was when I was growing up, the the teacher in the classroom, they had total autonomy. They ruled the classroom. The parents really had very little to say about what goes on in the classroom. Today. The parents want to teach the want to tell a teacher what they can teach and how they can teach, and and you know the so now there's there's no discipline in the classroom, everything is going buck wild. You see, every day I'm seeing students beating up teachers in the classroom. You know, I, I'm not trying to get too far off, but where's the order? Where where is the order of things today? The the children. Like, like, I didn't get a phone until I was able to pay for a phone. <laughs> mm, say it again, Sam. I, I, I did not get a tele, a phone, a cell phone, or a pager until I was able to pay for it for myself. And I was way, way up in my teens, probably, probably almost nineteen. You know, but today, kids, that ten. Nine, eight years old with a cell phone. There's this, this this game. What is it called? Roadblocks. Oh, roadblocks. Yes. Mm-hmm. This this thing is 
giving them, spending me for a loop. I mean, it's a whole <laughs> way of life. It's a whole culture. I mean, my my granddaughter, we were getting ready to, it was late, getting ready to go to bed, and I hear her crying in the, in the, in the corner in the, in the chair. And I said, what's up, baby? She said, you know, at first she wouldn't tell me. And I said, what, tell, tell me what's wrong? She said, well, Papa, you know, um, road, roadblocks kicked me off because I didn't have any more time. I'm like, what? <laughs> I said, girl. <laughs> I said, girl, give me that phone. Give me that phone, and you that was on a tablet. Give give it to me, and go to bed. <laughs> I mean, she was balling. Wow. Wow. She was born. I'm like, man, I wish I had that kind of power. Right, right, right. <laughs> I wish I, I they wish disregard I, you. Yeah. You know, if you if you imagine if you use your powers for good, what you could accomplish. Yeah. Yeah. But this and and it's still kind of like an ongoing thing because they they are hooked. So now Yeah, they really that that's the thing these days, the Roblox. The Roblox is really, really, really utilized by our children. And uh yeah, again, you're talking about a response to something that's digital, something that's on the internet. Oh, good yeah. point. Good point, um, Pastor Vinny. <laughs> Pastor K L now after hearing that, you know, they're sending, you know, um uh, uh suggestions and you know, of how to commit suicide and drug use and all of this kind of stuff, you know, the more you're on it, it's them who's sending the suggestions for the user to go to these TikTok sites. Now, hmm. should they be able to sue? Now, should they put the blame on TikTok? Okay, well, let me say a couple of things. One thing is that I'm on, on the side. My hustle is I'm an interior decorator. And there was a time when I was looking for a rotary phone, you know, one of the old-fashioned rotary phones. And mm-hmm. I got one. But because I was looking for a rotary phone, everybody and their mama was sending me <laughs> ads for a rotary phone. Now, mind mm-hmm. you, I only needed one, just one phone. I wasn't going to call somebody. It was just for Avion. But everybody was sending me a rotary phone. So then the question would be for me, if I went to meet somebody to get this rotary phone and the deal turned out bad, do I blame the internet? See, these are my choices that I made on my right. own. You, you know what I mean? So since they're my choices, then I have to deal with whatever consequences come about. I've seen people, you know, y'all talking about the, 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 the roadblock or whatever, but I've seen people go crazy over can you save me a? Can you send me a life for Candy Crush? Well, I can send you Jesus. <laughs> Jesus is the life. You gonna give me life? But people oh, are going man. crazy because they don't have a life for Candy Crush. Now, my thing is that if you are that addicted to Candy Crush, you don't have a life anyway, <laughs> and that's on you. Mhm. Mhm. I I happen to agree. I, I do not believe, you know, I've I've gotten a hit that, you know, yes, 
TikTok should be held liable too. I'm sorry. I do not agree. I do not agree. I agree with you, gentlemen. Listen, it's all on the user. It's all Mm -hmm. on the user. Everything that's suggested to you, you don't have to go after. If you go after it, then, oh, well, oh, well, you have to suffer the consequences. I personally do not feel that TikTok is liable at all. This is something that you can use or you cannot use. You can, now, if I bought a house and all of a sudden the house blew up, then I have every, and there's nothing I did, then there's nothing, nothing that I have to to accept as ownership. You sold me the house, the house was faulty, it, it had a loose gas pipe, blah, 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 blah. That's different. But when I have an option of going on TikTok or not going on TikTok, how can I blame TikTok for what TikTok does? I'm not getting that, that concept is not clicking with me. I, I, I'm not. I'm not catching it. I'm not catching it at all. I happen to agree with you, gentlemen. No, you know, as far as I'm concerned, as a mother, take the phone. Mm-hmm. And if she mm-hmm. insists on getting on TikTok, she'd have to use somebody else's phone. And that ain't gonna happen too often because once you get the phone, you have to eventually give it back. You're not gonna be able to be married to it. You know, I'm. I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. going to fund what I'm telling you not to do. I've already told you you're not doing it. And if I see that you are abusive, then no, the answer is absolutely not. Mm-hmm. All right, I got a story yeah. for you gentlemen. <laughs> well, out here in New York City, they didn't lost their ever-loving mind. The caption is, New York City musician throws joint baby shower for all five women he got pregnant. So, this New York City musician, who I'm putting in quotes, this Zeddy Will, who is 22, he recently, they say, hosted a joint baby shower for all of his five pregnant baby mamas. So this one baby mama, Ashley, who's 29, she showed the invitation. And the invitation says, welcome little Zeddy Wills, one through five, quote, unquote. And she says, I guess we're sister wives now. So. They have all joined forces to be a part of this uh, baby shower. They have several pictures of the fi- him sitting in the middle and all five of them surrounding him, all holding their bellies, all in different stages of their pregnancy. They are known as Ashley... Bonnie B, K. Marie, Jaylene Vila, and Ayanla Khalifa Galetti. And they have all accepted one another because it's better for the little ones to grow up 
in a big family. Somebody quoted, look at our beautiful family. She captioned, we love our baby daddy. We will not ruin our baby's lives. Our families have accepted this. <sighs> Let me see what else I can pull out from this thing here. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. Um. Okay, and then they go into some quotes of the YouTuber who read this, the YouTubers, rather, who read this. All right, Pastor Kale, I'm going to give you first dibs at this one. Did I lose you? You talking to the uh, mute button, Pastor Kale? I'm here. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. So, um, you, you know, I often talk about how I was a player from the Himalaya, but never in my wildest, <laughs> never in my wildest thought pattern would I think of having one girl pregnant, let alone five girls pregnant. And then I'm just trying to see if if if, if they all get out of the fence. Is there a new breed of black women? Because no, they are mixed. I don't know. They are mixed. They are mixed. They are mixed. Oh, okay, okay, mixed. okay. Well, see that that makes more sense because my sisters ain't coming around kumbaya together and planning a baby shower together. Mm-hmm. That is not going to happen. It's going to be some knives, some guns, some a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff. Somebody, somebody's cake is going to be thrown. You know what I mean? And, and God forbid if one child get more than my mm-hmm. child, no, it, mm-hmm. it's not going to be a good thing. That's just mm-hmm. not a good look. You know, mm-hmm. and, and, and for you to think that you look good that way, you 22 right. years old, you can't pay right. for your underwear, let alone for <laughs> five people's pampers. Then, listen, you're going to be changing your underwear a lot because, baby, <laughs> you're going to be going through some stress issues. And we know when we get stressed, we get diarrhea. So you gonna be in trouble, sir. Ah, Pastor Vinny, what say you? I'm gonna try to try to stop my head from shaking. <laughs> With, in what in what world? In in, in what? <laughs> I, I, I'm trying, trying to think. In what world is this acceptable? And, and, and instead of instead of you having this moment that that is between you and somebody that you love, or that you're trying to make have a, a life with, now you're sharing. You're only getting twenty percent of of whoever, and you're sharing that that other eighty percent with four other. Chicks, because I can't call them women because women have a certain, you know, morality. They have certain integrity. I mean, there's there's a, a pregnant woman is a beautiful thing. It's a it's a woman with distinction. It, it, it should be applauded. But this is sick. This is is, is plain. Sick. You know, I 
even even before we open the Bible, this makes no sense. This makes no sense. Where are we in in the world today? Where we we have sunk so low, and 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 we so hungry for attention that we're willing to spread and just allow anybody and anything and 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 whatever goes. This this is so unacceptable, and 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 it really, you know, I mean, they're they're applauding it like it's you know celebrity. Yeah. It's, well, it, it, go ahead, Pastor Vinny. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I I, I, <laughs> I thought you were like kidding. <laughs> no, sir. No, I almost dropped the whole iPad last night, and I looked at the age, and it was tw- he was twenty two. I was like, here we go. So here, here, I want you to I want you two to respond. I've gotten some responses for the first story, but I'm going to address the responses in my closing. I'll, I'll respond to the uh, thing. So keep keep communicating with us on this story. Okay, I'm not ignoring okay. the other comments. Um, for those of you who are sending in your comments, um, well, let me see if I got some comments on this particular. Uh, in this particular story. Mm. Okay, okay. Well, I got a comment that is going to be equivalent to what I'm getting ready to read. So his co-manager says, society has shifted, and this has something to do with what you um, said, um, uh, Pastor Vinny. Society has shifted. And in turn, so has modern relationship dynamics. The essence lies in redefining relationships personally, breaking away from the one-size-fits-all approach and societal pressures to conform. And this reminds me of a statement that was made in one of our other stories. And I was like, so people are pressuring you to do the right thing? Okay. <laughs> All right, Pastor KL. I'm going to give you a chance to respond to that. Listen, you know, society may have changed, but, but you know, the Word of God doesn't change. Amen. You know, and, and Amen. We, 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 we keep changing. You know, there, there, there's nothing in the books. Listen, 2 plus 2 is going to always be 4 all the time. No, 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 no matter how you look at it, you know, there, there are certain things that, that we have to live by. There's certain creeds that we have to live by. You know, there's certain laws that we have to live by. No matter whether you think you can dance around it, eventually, if you get caught, you'll be in trouble. You know, a lot of things have changed. A lot of the ways people move have changed because they think that they're slicker. Remember when, when we thought that our parents had just been born and we thought we did stuff that they never would have figured out, but, but then it came to find out that they already did it before. Society may have changed, but 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 morals and integrity has not. Mm-hmm. All right, Pastor Vinny, what do you say to that statement? Society has changed, and they're forcing we're forcing them to conform. What say you, hmm. <laughs> Pastor? We have we have. 
we have let let our guard down. We have let our guard down. We have allowed the enemy to move the landmarks, to move the goalposts. We, we, I, I believe that we're still living in in a time, you know, where God is allowing us to to to, to almost run amok. You know, what we. We, we we think of it as a time of 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 just of just of just waiting for God to strike us down, and that and that time, as I see from our headlines, is getting closer and closer. <laughs> it, it, it's getting closer and closer. This this is the real thing. This is the real thing. How long? How long do you think God is going to allow us to run rampant on this earth? Mm. Somebody said God. God doesn't lose patience. Oh, He doesn't lose patience because His love is everlasting. But He's still a just God. He is still a, 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 a wrathful God. He hates sin. I think more than He loves us. And it's only a matter of it's only it's only a matter of time. The time is coming. We we think we're skating. We think we're we're so wonderful with all of that, you know. And 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 you know, I, I'm sorry for the, this new culture because they've been fed a a, a, a bag of beans, and these beans <laughs> stopped jumping a long time ago. <laughs> these beans have stopped jumping a long time ago. You know, Pastor Vinny, it, it is it is so sad that we are so sinful that mm. we are trying to turn everything that's twisted and dysfunctional <laughs> and make it right. Normalize um, it, yeah. Right. And the norm has become dysfunctional and the dysfunctional <laughs> has become normal. And the thing about this is, um, I do believe God has lost his patience, and I do believe God loses his patience, you know, mm-hmm. uh, thus consequences, thus the things that he's allowing to happen now. And I always say, mm-hmm. my terminology, this is coming from us telling God, no, I don't want you. Mm-hmm. And he keeps mm-hmm. stepping back further and further and allowing the enemy to have his way and allowing things to happen, allowing us to be, you know, he says, I'm going to leave you to a reprobate mind. Yeah. Yeah. You see what happens when there's no God in your life, when there's no God in your thought. Now, here's the thing. Pastor K.L. brought up a a scenario, and he said, you know what, when you get stressed out, you know, you're going to be getting to, you know, go to the bathroom a little bit more. First of all, (laughs) I want to know, in your world, past, um, Pastor Vinny, in Pastor Kale's, Kale's world or my world, when has it ever been safe to have two baby mamas up in the same room? When, 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 whether they two black, two white, two red, two green, two orange, black and white, Puerto Rican and this one, it don't matter. When has it ever been safe to have two baby mamas in the same room? Never. 
it may seem like it's working. That's right, never. It may seem like it was okay for five minutes, but when she patted her feet and watched how you treated the next one a little bit more. Listen, Brother Al talks all the time about his stress having two children at the same time and one mother always saying, well, so-and-so got two pairs of sneakers, so-and-so got this, Mm -hmm. so-and-so got that, and they weren't even together, Pastor Vinny. Mm -hmm. They weren't even together. Now, imagine... (laughs) You, you didn't, t- let me tell you something, only a crazy person would even take the risk of putting a shower together for five baby mamas. Let me tell you why. Y'all might be okay, but bring their friends around. Bring mm-hmm. somebody mama around who don't agree. Bring somebody mm-hmm. sister around who don't agree. And let me tell you something, I know I'm not using the proper terminology but we talking street ain't no time for grammar you bring five baby mamas together and let their people come together i have seen worse happen when there's one baby mama or one set of family hating the baby's daddy who you didn't chosen y'all didn't had a, a a baby shower that has gone crazy so you really took a chance and that's the sad part about it, that it just seems so normal that you are now expecting everybody else to accept this. <clears throat> well, we get ready to go into prayer, Pastor Vinny, because we need some prayer for the week. And uh, I want to thank you and Pastor KL for your Amen. contribution into today's conversation. And we pray that you both have a blessed day. Amen. Thank God for you, Pastor Patel. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Vinny. Show with a love, brother, brother Al, on this conversation. <laughs> Have a wonderful weekend, Pastor, Pastor Vinny. You too. Thank you. Oh, you know, I, I sh- this would have been one, uh, this would have been funny to have Brother Allen on this conversation. Uh, and then, I'll, like I said, I'll go back to some of the comments that were made. Uh, that was sent to me. I don't want you to think that I'm ignoring you. I was able to catch these. Sometimes I don't see the statements until we're gone. Um, But let's hold hands and hold hearts, and let's go before the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, God of all mankind, our great creator, the almighty God, we thank you, Father. Thank Thank you for just being kind enough to just Allow us into your world today. We thank you, dear Heavenly Father, as I said earlier, and each and every day. I thank you for the conversations that take place here every day, God, because it's thought-provoking. If one person walks away with a better understanding of what your will and your way is about, we're grateful, dear Heavenly Father, because we're here to send a message that Jesus saves. Jesus saves from all of these different stories we go through day in and day out. We've talked to Heavenly Father about, you know, just the the lawmakers and, and how sometimes they have their hidden agendas. 
We talk about the, we talked about the, the, the Airbnb host, the Heavenly Father, that just completely lost sight of the ultimate goal and purpose and, and her safety. We talked about the man who didn't care anything about anyone's safety. He only had one thought, and that was to take advantage. We're talking about the, the mom whose child and the, the children, where there's 5,000 parents out here looking to hold someone else accountable outside of themselves. When they thought about it, they realized they should sue TikTok. Not concerned with some of the other things that they need to be concerned about ultimately. Oh, the Heavenly Father, we're talking about the one gentleman, if we want to call him that, who has now impregnated five women with no regard to anything, to the children's lives, to the chaos that is pending, to the lives of each and every one of these mothers, to his own life. Lord, all this says is we need Jesus. There's no way in the world we can function properly because we've stepped into the dynamics of just dysfunction looks fine. And that's the way the enemy puts it out there. There's nothing wrong with all of this chaos. There's nothing wrong with all of this dysfunction. If this is all fine, but we're grateful, dear Heavenly Father, that you've introduced us to who you are. Thank you for saving Stephanie. And I'm sure Pastor KL feels that way. I'm sure Pastor Vinny feels that way. And all the due time crew, the Heavenly Father, thank you, Father, for investing in us. That we know we, we don't think these things are fine. We've all lived in our own dysfunction at one point. And there's no sin greater than the other. But we're so grateful to Heavenly Father that we can look and and see this is why we need to stay on your path. This is why we need to stay in your zone. We lift all of these individuals before you. We ask you, dear Heavenly Father, to make the crooked straight. Let them see that there's nothing fine about all of this. We're asking you, dear Heavenly Father, to just introduce yourself to them in a special way today that they won't even walk out of today with the same thought process. They don't even know this this prayer is taking place, but we know that this prayer reaches wherever it is we need it to go. You put it on our hearts to pray. The Spirit of the Lord gives us what it is we are to ask for what we are to petition you for. So we know this here, what we're asking, is within your will. This is what you want for these lives. And you just want us to show compassion for the other people that are so, so far away from you. And we're not better than they are. We're just more aware that we need you. We're just sticking closer to you. And we know only but for your grace that this would not be our chaos all up in here, all in the news, our family and friends talking about us. 
So we thank you again for allowing us to look at these stories through a whole different set of eyes because if we were on their side of the fence, we'd be thinking the same way they would be. We're a co-manager who's probably older than this artist, this musician, is, is justifying the thought process. Thank you for clarity. Thank you for us being able to see through all of this here. We can't live without you. And we're so grateful that you have instilled that in us. Mm. You are getting tired. You've been tired. And we're seeing we're seeing how you're tired. Your word says you don't even have to touch us. You don't have to touch the situation. All you have to leave all you have to do is leave us to us. Leave us to ourselves. And we can make a mess of things. And this is what we're seeing in this world right now. Lord, we ask you to bless every single individual that listens to this broadcast. Your word said that everybody who listens to this broadcast will be healed, but they must do as they are told and they must be consistent. And we thank you for the ability to be healed, even through just this broadcast. That some of the things that we're thinking are fine, that we will be made, you know, in a correct state of mind. Thank you. Those of us who are ministering can be turned around, and we thank you for that as well. We ask you, dear Heavenly Father, to usher us into uh, productive, God-driven, spirit-led weekend, and that we would all be able to come back and hold hands and hold hearts one more time on Monday as you spare our life. These are so many things we pray. In the name of Jesus, amen. Mm, 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 mm. righty. So we got some comments, y'all. We got some comments. Let me read it to you. Going back to who should be held accountable. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me for the TikTok users who end up in this suicidal frame of mind or who does the things that the posts are consistently suggesting. So, <clears throat> excuse me, they say, why are those suggestions like that popping up? They can't control that, but if you put a video up that has a song on it, it's immediately flagged and taken down, and you're absolutely right. Which means that you know, but again, that's their that that's the that's the design. It's it's feeding them. <clears throat> excuse me, what they're looking for again, again. Let's that's why I said pay attention. They are feeding you what you're looking for. So in other words, the the more they send you, and the more you press, the more they send you. Whose fault is that? When they sent the first suggestion, when you pressed that button and that website, whose fault is that? It's almost like I, I don't know how in the world I don't know I don't know what what I was on one day, but I looked up and there was a thumbnail 
went straight. When I tell you all of the privates of both um, genders, I was like, well, where did this come from? I don't look at anything remotely, excuse me, like this. Why would I even get this? I didn't go press it and see, or let me just see why I got it. I have every bit of control, and I hurry up and moved away from it because what I realized was at that time was I don't need to be anywhere near this. First of all, because I don't need to be anywhere near it, but especially because if I even made a mistake and pressed it, that means that they would be feeding me this. And that's what we users need to focus on. We users need to be aware that the more we search, the more we'll get. There's a comment. They need to screen it better first for kids. I guess that's what you're saying. That's why parents need to hound and be on kids like crazy, too. Absolutely. You know, they do have supposedly the parental controls, you know, on everything. Now, I think we were, I I was uh, logging into Disney, and for some reason, they took me through this whole series of now I have to press this and press that and they asked me did I want to put a pin on um and if I did then that means that I would not be able to access anything that was older for anyone older than 13 years old so I needed to make sure I didn't press that and I had to set up my whole profile and so even in Disney they they're, they're doing the parental the parental guidance so they are definitely um, trying to do more, and can they do more? Probably so. Probably so. I, I wouldn't say that they can't do better. But, again, we're talking about who is ultimately responsible. And I, I'm very sorry, again, even after the statements of, you know, they, let me read, let me read it because I don't want to misquote you. that they can control what goes out and what pops up, that still at the end of the day, it is not the ultimate responsibility of the user, whether it's a young person or an older person. It is your responsibility. And I'm not expecting necessarily for a young person to know in the beginning. But I'm going to help you, and I'm going to remind y'all, these kids know more about these uh, uh, devices than we do. I guarantee you if any one of us handed our device over to a child, they could show us something we don't know. And I'm trying to figure out, well, what kind of time you spending on this thing that you know so much? Well, they do. And you know what? Again, this is the enemy's gateway. This Internet is the enemy's gateway. One of the reasons why, and it's been said in articles, it's been said on this broadcast, one of the reasons why we have not been so vulnerable, we were not so vulnerable, I'm sorry, we were not so vulnerable when we were growing up, was because we didn't have access to the world. These children have access to the world. And... That's why we as parents need to be more on top of these children and their devices because they have access 
to the world. We're never going to be able to stop them from having access into things that we don't want them to see. Never. We'll never, as long as they have that device in their hand. Because even if mom were to remove TikTok, you know, the app or whatever, the ability to go on TikTok, the child, if want, if they want to, will still find something else or something will still pop up. You don't always have to search in order to find. Because like I said, I've seen where I was nowhere near that and I got stuff. But again, you have to be diligent about making sure you're not caught up in that web. And a 12-year-old, you know what? We are all very, very vulnerable, especially if you catch us at a certain point in our life. You know, we're depressed because the man or the woman left, and, you know, people are committing suicide left and right. So all you got to do is pull up that uh, type of, of, of query one time, and I'm sure some adults have been fed these same type of, of uh, websites that have helped them commit suicide. So imagine an impressionable 12-year-old. We talk about them doing the challenges all the time. This is what they do. And that's why we as parents need to be diligent, diligent about what we allow our children access to. And, and to be honest... You know, Pastor Vinny and Pastor K.L. both said it. Maybe your child don't need a phone. Maybe they just don't need a phone right now. If, if, if no matter what you do, they still intentionally go after these things, then in my opinion, you have not shown a level of responsibility that you should even have it. Because to, to much is given, much is required. If I give you a phone, I would literally have to pull off all of the Internet ability because even the Obama phones have Internet access. They're not flip phones anymore. So your children are not just making phone calls on this phone. You're not just calling them on this phone. So this need to always know where your child is, so you need to give them a full phone. How about the parents who give their children the iPhones? Because they don't want their child to not have what the other children have. Well, the better the technology, the more vulnerable you become. Because that means you can do more things. This is what our parents are feeding our children. So maybe you need to assess if your child is even mature enough for a phone. Maybe that should be the first thing before you think about how you can function without them, without knowing where they are. How did the rest of us make it? Sometimes our children weren't where they were supposed to be. Shantice has told that on, on, on here herself. Cutting school and all that stuff. I was at work trying to make sure she had a roof, trying to make sure she had food and clothes, and she's cutting school. And she knew what she would get had I found that out. So we don't have control over our children, whether they have a phone or whether they don't. If they want to be mischievous, they're going to be mischievous. If they want to be disobedient, they want to be disobedient. And maybe what we should start doing before we automatically give our children these things is maybe just function on a merit system. Even the Bible tells us that. 
even the Bible tells us that once you know, you are now responsible. So why are we not holding our children responsible? I'm not saying that, you know, they can't do things better. But I'm sorry, the time that I take, and here's where my thought went, the time I take to go sit up in a courthouse to follow this trail of are we winning or are we losing, the time that I'm doing research on how is this case going against TikTok, could that be time I could be spending with my children? Could we be going out to get something to eat? Could we be cooking in the kitchen together? Could we be watching a TV program together? Could we be praying together? Could we be reading the Bible together? Could we be doing anything together? But I'm paying attention to the court case. Because here's where I'm having a big problem. My biggest problem with all of this is the committing suicide. Can't nobody convince Stephanie to commit suicide if I didn't already have those level of thoughts. So at the initial thought that she was low-key, suicide-ready, you really going to look at a website? How did she get to low-key suicidal? How did we get there? There's nowhere in the world the only thing is, once she saw the website, oh, I think I'll commit suicide. We understand that there is power in influence. Oh, absolutely. That's why they call it influence. That when you constantly see, you constantly see, I, I get that. However, it has to be something that's going on in that house, something that's not going on in that house. That's why the mother was so twisted when she heard the daughter wanted to commit suicide anyway. And that's where your focus needs to be. I'm sorry. Because whether you win or lose, does that stop that initial thought as to whether that child wanted to commit suicide or not or considered committing suicide? I think we need to we rechannel our way of thinking. Should we now press, you know, and find out how else we can get Again, they took TikTok from the beginning. TikTok was removed from certain countries. Off the map, they had the ability to do it here. Now, maybe that's what you need to be doing. Maybe you and those 5,000 other parents should be getting together to get TikTok wiped out. But how much time do you spend there? So listen, listen, try Jesus. Try Jesus. That's, That's the courthouse you need to be going up in. You need to be going up in the church. You've been listening to It's Due Time with Pastor Steph. Join us Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. where we discuss matters of the heart, mind, heart, and spirit. Oh, as you go through your day, be sure to set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. They will only serve as a distraction. Remember, prayer changes things. It's Pastor Steph signing off, and I want to thank my due time crew, my men, for always coming through big time. Thank you for hanging out with us today all week and helping us all week. You've been great. Please do not miss this opportunity to just give your life to Christ right now. Please do not miss this opportunity to strengthen your relationship with the Lord right now because later is not promised to any of us. 
Uh, until Sunday, God spares, where the Word Prayer Project is in effect. Come on in the room and see what we're praying about. Until then, God spares our life. I love you. Mm-hmm.